Hi, and welcome to The Language Lie. A podcast about idioms. I'm Ingrid. I'm Casey. How are you? Hey, Casey. I'm, I'm okay. I'm trying. We were having some techni- technical issues or fun, technical fun before this. Technical fun for the last three weeks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's like it's like it's 2021 at this point. And it's I'm true. Back to struggle busting with um, technology. With the podcast that we've been doing for <laughs> yes mm-hmm. four mm-hmm. years. Exactly that. So uh, you know, in light of all that, I'd just love for you to tell me about an idiom, just an old school idiom. I think that technologically, this idiom aligns to maybe the experience that you're having right now. I oh. could be wrong. Okay. I could be wrong. The idiom is woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Have you ever heard this before? Oh, yes, I have. I think technologically, maybe you woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Today. No, Casey, I've never woke up on the right Been side the of the right bed in terms of, in terms of technology. <clears throat> but yeah, I like this idiom a lot. Uh, it, If you'd like to have me say what I think it means. Yeah, I would love that. I think that's the format, right? Yeah, it is. As okay, far cool. as I remember, having <clears throat> woken up on several different horrible sides of the bed today. I only woke up once. I don't mean for that to sound. <laughs> However, it She sounded. took six naps. I took six. God, that would be so nice. Oh, I have to get off the phone. I'm going to go take a nap. Uh, this means that you're in a, you're being a grumpy pants. You are all sorts of out of sorts. All sorts of out of sorts. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, grammarist defines this as... Uh, someone is notably irritable or in an unhappy mood, often due to a rough start to the day. Urban Dictionary defines this um, as an expression that is typically used to describe a grumpy or irritable person, especially when the reason for their unhappiness is unknown. Mm. So an example that Urban Dictionary gives is, what's with Wendy? She seems annoyed about something. I don't know. Maybe she got up on the wrong side of the bed today. Wendy. She's always getting up Just on the wrong her side alone. of the bed. You know, just leave her alone. She's stressed. <laughs> Do you know <clears throat> where this idiom comes from? Comes from behind the preposition? Ingrid. Yes. Uh, <laughs> sorry. You heard me trying to like figure out how yes, to change it to, had to, pull to not and a sentence in a preposition. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. I, and I had to call you out on it. I did say comma Ingrid. You just kind of cut me off a little bit. You, so you didn't end it. At, at, I mean, it's the it same. It still is. It's the same yes, thing. I know. I know. Also, I like all of these things I keep seeing lately that are about like let's not like make language an imperialist thing. People speak all kinds of different ways, and trying to make them speak some completely false version of a correct way of speaking is ridiculous. If, as long as we can understand each other, that's my political rant for today. As a person cool. who speaks absolutely perfect English, I. Uh, I have no earthly idea where this comes from, Casey. Would you please tell me? You want to give it a guess? You're like, no. (laughs) Uh, I know that if somebody makes me sleep on a side of the bed that is not my side of the bed, I am very upset the next day. So perhaps it has something to do with... um, Waking up on a side of the bed that is not your preferred. We are all yeah. adults. Once you're past a certain age, you get your side of the bed. And if somebody's going to try to come into your life and tell you to sleep on a different side, 
you might need to have a conversation about that relationship. Huh. But who's to say who gets the preferred side? What if it's Me. the same side, you know? Me. <laughs> okay. Right, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep moving because <laughs> okay. this feels like dangerous territory. <laughs> All right. So Grammarist says that it is believed that this sort of superstition dates back to ancient Rome. The Romans thought that getting up on the correct side of the bed would bring good fortune for the day. With the idea that the wrong side might bring misfortune or negativity. So my question is, how do we know which is the correct side of the bed? Now, I will Agreed. say, I, I kind of misled you with Grammarist's origin story there. Because it's actually, the Romans believe that getting up on the right side of the bed, as opposed to the left side of the bed, oh. would bring good, good fortune. Okay. So, turns out they actually meant the right side of the bed. Now, if that's stage right... No, right. Or, or the other right, if your audience right, I don't know. If someone's standing at the, f the foot of the bed looking at a sleeping person, and a, now I'm realizing that would just be really creepy. It's real creepy. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're looking at them, is the right side or the left side? And I'm realizing that I always get out of my bed on the right side, according to me. But it's I put my right foot down first. Okay. Cool. All right. So in Roman culture, okay. it was uh, common to look for signs from the gods. One way of doing this was through a variety of divination practices. For instance, Harupex, uh, hmm? this is an ancient language that I'm not fluent in, so please forgive me. <laughs> anyway, Horospex, uh, which Merriam-Webster translates as one who looks at guts. Mm-mm. Nope. Basically involved someone looking at the entrails of an animal to determine if what? the gods approved of a specific course of action. Man. That is just a fun fact, a little add-on to this episode. You know, I like to say that modern times are kind of bad, but then I look back on things that happened in history and I'm like, we're doing all right. We're doing all right. I've never had to look at the entrails of anything. Hmm. Well, so in... Greek and Roman times, these were like the high priests that had these roles. They were very powerful people within society. And so that this came with a great honor. Good for them. But anyway, to get back to the point, the Romans also took part in augury, which is defined as the observation of the behavior of birds so as to interpret signs from God. Wow. Uh, I don't know if you've ever read Edith Hamilton's mythologies. <laughs> discuss this um i i did and i felt like it was punishment oh really mm -hmm. oh I, I really like the book I, uh, I i and i know that i've asked you this i feel like is this is this a boy thing my child is very into mythology and i can't recall ever caring hmm, interesting but you you like it i think edith hamilton does a great job of breaking down these stories there it uh for anyone that doesn't know it's a collection of stories in the the realm of greek and roman mythology and they are easily digestible pieces and so you can kind of pick it up here and there and just read a story 10 20 pages and then put it down and kind of forget about it so i think it's really nice she does a good job of explaining and telling the story so i very much like it all of that to say there are a lot of instances of these mythological characters observing and interpreting birds flying on the right side 
of them uh-huh. as a good omen. Whereas okay. if they see a bird flying on the left side, it was considered a bad omen. Mm-hmm. From harvard.edu, Stop I just it. want to point out <laughs> that I think I'm the first language liar to cite harvard.edu. You're so proud of yourself. I wish you yes. guys could see Casey's self-satisfied face right now. I'm going to just grab something from Yale for next week. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Indeed, the founding myth of Rome involves Romulus and Remus performing bird augury to decide that Rome should be built on the Palatine Hill. Okay. So it's been around for a long time. This this concept of on the right having a positive connotation, whereas something on the left being ill-fated, this dates back even further than Roman times. So in ancient Greece, they had a word, ipa, which Wikipedia defines as meaning left, but it also means unlucky, ill-omened, or mischievous. Heck yeah. Some other definitions include awkward, clumsy, or stupid. Uh, additionally meant crooked as it relates to serpents. Overall, the Greek and Roman civilizations were not very fond of on the left, <laughs> as we see in the definitions. Back to ancient Rome, we had two versions of this in Latin. We had scavus and sinister. Both mean on the left, and ill-omened. In its current form, Merriam-Webster defined sinister as ominous, especially evil, or leading to evil, and finally threatening evil, harm, or danger. Wow. Yeah, right? While sinister means left bad in Latin, we also have the word dexter in Latin, which means right, Mm -hmm. which we have a lot of variations on this root, which signify correctness. So from Merriam-Webster's Dexterous, for example, is to be good with the hands, like a surgeon or a clever thinker. Mm -hmm. While one who's ambidextrous uses one's left and right hand equally well. If we go sort of from there to the Bible, there's a ton of references of on the right side. Oh, yeah. That's the, um, from the Lord's Prayer. The sitteth at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty, from whence he should come to judge the quick and the dead. Leave the Holy Spirit, oh, Holy Catholic really. Church. Oh my gosh. Okay, <laughs> unsubscribe. <laughs> that was a lot. And then she knocked over her microphone. And then and I knocked over fit, my microphone. The uh, spirit <laughs> moved her. And if exactly, I was going to say the spirit moved me. Uh, but that is the right, it's the right hand of God always, right? Yeah. Correct. I'm really sorry for our non religious. Uh, I'm not a religious person. Listeners, but I'm also going to quote the Bible here. Okay. So largely, uh, you know, things in the Bible also signify things on the right as being good, left uh, signifying something evil or unworthy. So Matthew 25, Matthew chapter 25, verse 31 through 46, I think that's what it means. Good job. I would have just caught with the numbers, but... When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. Before him will be gathered all the nations, and he will separate people one from another as a shepherd separates sheep from the goats. And he will place the sheep on his right, but the goats on his left. He doesn't like goats. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Is the quote. Okay. So again, even in the Bible, it seems pretty well-rooted that on the left is bad, on the right is good. Sinister, as we know it now, likely dates back to the 14th century, pertaining to some 
uh, evil foreboding or uh, malevolence. This is from Merriam-Webster. From Shakespeare's All's Well That Ends Well, Act 2, Scene 1, published in about 1623, we have Perilous saying, You shall find in the regiment of Spinai one Captain Spurio, with his cicatrice, an emblem of war, here on his sinister cheek. Mm. So big scar across the cheek um, on his left side. Oh. Yes. Anyway, all that to say, it kind of took root. Obviously, it was already pretty well established in uh, ancient Rome and ancient Greece. Obviously, Shakespeare makes mention of it. It kind of spread to other languages as well, this concept of right being good, left being evil. Merriam-Webster goes on to mention that the French word for right or straight, droit, gives Mm -hmm. us our word adroit, whereas left is gauche. Oh, yeah, the gauche. I'm not going to try to say them in French, even though I once knew it well. Adroit and a gauche. Yeah. Right to the left. So in English, we use that to mean lacking social grace. Um, It's considered gauche to arrive without a gift for the host. (laughs) I've been being gauche for many years. Your whole life, I've noticed. (laughs) I always bring a gift when I come to your house, though I I think it specifically applies to your house. I think you brought me like a cheeseless pizza once. That was a little gauche. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I did. But to be fair, thank you. (laughs) To be fair, that was during a yeah, winter storm apocalypse. (laughs) uh, One of our like, I brought you food of some sort. I'm sorry. I think you came over to charge. Yes, like devices, charge devices, and bring you. I'm sure that all the dairy in town had spoiled by that point or something. There was no, yeah, there was no refrigeration except for outside. Anyway, no, I appreciate all of the gifts that you give me. Mostly your friendship. Oh, stop. If, hey, guys, let's note right now in time, this is the nicest thing Casey's ever said to me. I called you basically a dictionary once. That's true. I think that maybe And you did me... say then that, <laughs> that calling nice you thing. almost a dictionary was the nicest thing I'd ever said. So I think I just keep raising the bar. I'm so glad. <laughs> just keep going, Casey. You can yes. do it. All right, so there, there is a ton of other stuff. You can trace this, uh, this concept of left and right in a lot of different spaces. It kind of spread out, right? But Merriam-Webster also did mention that such darkness was not always attached to the left side. However, the ancient Celts, for example, worshipped the left side, associating it with femininity and the fertile womb. And beginning with the appearance of Eve on Adam's left side in accounts in Genesis, the Christian tradition finds instances of the left being pinned to immortality. So there was a shift at some point in time. Okay. um, Because so much of the Bible does reference the right being good and the left being evil. Right. But this one major instance in Genesis, um, it's kind of the left is also. But I thought we all hated Eve. There's also, I saw something on the internet, I'm not going to quote it because it was on, it was probably on TikTok and then I saw it on Instagram two months later, but a guy did a, another translation of like the Adam and Eve story and it doesn't come as uh, aggressively at Eve. Eve being the yeah. one who corrupted mankind just by being there and being a lady. You know, stop wanting things. Stop lady. wanting your life to be better, lady. Stop it, ladies. <laughs> you get what you get and you don't get upset. Yeah. No, you can't have the apple. <laughs> All right. 
So I will close with two small tidbits that I found on Stack Exchange. One is is a claim that Caesar apparently would never put on his left sandal before his right, mm. following this Roman superstition. Okay. I will say that didn't necessarily work out for him, obviously. It did not. As we know. <laughs> uh, the other is a comment from Tim Limington on Stack Exchange. Hey, Tim. Yeah. Hi, Tim. <laughs> First, it's not so long ago that left-handed school children were punished for their willful disobedience in writing with the wrong hand. This was either because they made the rows of children writing at desks look untidy, or with fountain pens universal, covering the new words with your hand as lefties do in left-to-right writing causes smudges. Wow. Um, Choose your preferred explanation, but both can be convincing sources. I, I think about what used to happen to children, and like... They, they just were, they had to be tidy at all times. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you've met a child, but they are not, that is not a natural state for them. And for the fact that they just used to get like hit for mm. doing things like writing with a hand that would put their arms out of a steady li- or a straight line. I feel like my kid is probably okay. Yeah. I think he's yeah. a good kid. <laughs> um, I know you're now using your cell phone as a... Oh, camera no. device? No, but I just sent it in the Zoom chat. Oh, um, but I do. I'm so have... sad that you can now use Zoom chats as something to. Oh, Casey. So I need you to read this in... with the most love in your heart. With peace and love, you can muster. I don't know what you've done, what I've done to you to make you hate me this way. So before we recorded, Casey sent me a video of this song, quote-unquote, which is possibly one of the more annoying things I've ever heard in my life. And, ha- and, and it, now it's in my head again. Thanks, Casey. You're welcome. I don't know how I can read this without that tune, so-called tune. Okay, we're going to try. I woke up on the wrong side of the truck bed this morning with a bone-dry bottle of Jack I was pouring. Damn, she got some nerve when she kicked me to the curb. Guess you can say I got what I deserve because I woke up on the wrong side of the trunk truck bed this morning. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much. That is You're the welcome. song. Uh, that is a snippet of the song Truck Bed mm-hmm. by country rock artist Hardy. It was released in 2023, so it's a new track. Don't go, go, go listen. On, Don't give it. Don't do it. Go on and blow up his Spotify. <laughs> I would encourage you to listen to it on Spotify instead of watching the video, which will do interesting things to your brain. Mm-hmm. So that is all that I have. Well, thank you, Casey. Truly a pleasure. I'm delighted by everything other than mm. what you ended this on. but mm. Okay. Okay. I do have an international idiom. Fantastic. If you would like. I would. I'm going to send this in the Zoom chat as well. Jose Maka na Rantaka. Wow, that was a really nice roll there. Rantaka. Uh, the literal translation is the pussycat will come to the tiny door. Oh, and it essentially means what goes around comes around. I don't know how the two are related. The pussycat will come to the tiny door. I love it. Hmm. Little tiny pussycat at a little tiny door. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, Casey. Truly a pleasure. That cleansed my palate. 
from the song. Little pussy cat on the little tiny door. Well, that's all we have for you now. If you'd like to comment on your thoughts on this idiom or that song or tiny doors, you can email us at thelanguagelie at gmail.com. Or you can slide into our DMs at the language lie on Instagram, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Once every 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 season, every quarter, I, we post every quarter once I like something up on Facebook. You can also go follow us on YouTube. We're putting uh, videos of these episodes up there with closed captioning for accessibility. So give us a follow there. It'd be awesome. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Cool. Thanks, y'all. Bye.